0: Ask me about my wiener. Welcome to Quarantinema, aka Quarantinima, the podcast where you can say the title however you want. I don't really give a shit. My name is Connor Sullivan. Thank you for tuning in today. Uh, today was a cool day for me. Uh, for, for the first time, I actually bought myself a PlayStation. Uh, I've always been an Xbox guy, and I've been re-watching all these movies uh, in my collection on my Xbox, but uh, the motor or something in there had been uh, kind of revving up for a while now. Uh, so it made the, the Xbox itself super loud uh, when I was watching these movies, which was, of course, a little distracting. Uh, so you know what? I'm in quarantine. It's time to spoil myself a little bit. I figure I'll upgrade for the first time in 10 years or so. Uh, so I went out got myself a PS4. Had a little bit of trouble setting it up at, the, uh, at first, but uh, it's, all, it's all good now. Works like, works like a charm. I love that thing already. Uh, And it makes for a way better movie uh, experience, too, now that I don't have that sound in the background. So, uh, tonight, uh, my first movie I watched on it, I watched Accepted uh, from 2006. Man, what a good fucking movie this is. Accepted is, it gets lost in the shuffle of so many good, like, it it came out right in the middle of a transition of, and we kind of talked about this uh, a couple episodes ago. Uh, The transition of like that frat pack, Will Ferrell, Ben Stiller, Owen Wilson, uh, you know, band of guys uh, into that Judd Apatow era, you know, the Seth Rogans and, you know, Jonah Hills, all that stuff. And this movie kind of came out right in the middle of all that going on It doesn't really have, I mean, it's got Jonah Hill in it, but it's not really a Judd, Jonah Hill and like a Judd Apatow movie kind of thing. Still the same brand of humor, but and he st- and he still crushes it in this movie. But it came out at this really weird time where so many good comedies were coming out with so many big names, and this one just kind of snuck in there. I remember watching it for the first time in theaters when I was 14 years old. My friends and I we probably spent the next week or so just yelling, ask me about my wiener at people. That's the kind of that's the kind of fun you have with this movie. Just a throwback, good old fashioned feel good college story. It's also got one of the best soundtracks uh, of any uh, movie I can remember, at least as far as my collection goes. Uh, it's all like early 2000s rock and roll, a lot of good guitar riffs in there. Uh, and that was one of the things that stood out to me the most about re-watching this movie, was that the music is as good as any movie uh, out there. Let's get into the movie itself. Uh, it came out in 2006. Uh, it's directed by a gentleman named Steve Pink. Uh, he's done a lot of TV work, pro- uh, primarily TV work. Uh, but he's got one movie which kind of is in the same tier of comedies to me that just kind of that are really, really good, but nobody ever talks about kind of that underrated. Kinda, I, I'd say Steve Pink's got two of the top 10 most underrated comedies of all time. And that's accepted. And a couple of years later, he came out with Hot Tub Time Machine, an amazing, amazing movie. Uh, if you ever get a chance to watch that, I absolutely recommend it. Uh, based on the title of the movie, if you haven't seen it, it's as stupid as it sounds, but that's okay because it's really, really fucking funny. Uh, he's also got a couple other movies about Last Night. Uh, he was the writer on High Fidelity. Uh, the movie stars Justin Long. Uh, we all know him from Dodgeball, Idiocracy, The Breakup, Tusk, Waiting, Fat Jonah Hill. This is, this is one of Fat Jonah Hill's first big featured role Obviously, like, he had been in movies before this. We've talked about him in 40-Year-Old Virgin. That was just, like, a, it was more of a cameo. Like, he's only in one scene. This is the first time we're explaining, like, a leading character, and he fucking destroys this movie. He is so goddamn funny. It's a star-making performance from him. Uh, the year after this, that's when Knocked Up and Superbad came out. So it was really just kind of the beginning. Well, 40-Year-Old 40, 40 Virgin was, like, the beginning. This was his kind of, like, breakout party. It's like, hey, like, this is, you know, this is Fat Jonah Hill, and... I'm going to dominate comedy for the next five to ten years. The uh, movie also stars Blake Lively from Gossip Girl, The Town, Simple Favor. Simple Favor is such a bad movie. Oh, my goodness. Uh, we saw it in the, My girlfriend and I, we saw it in theaters together, and we both just walked out of there disappointed in ourselves. Uh, it's also got a couple other faces you might recognize. Adam Hirschman plays uh, the character Glenn. Uh, he's kind of in that same tier as Cheddar Bob as, as uh, amazing supporting characters who never did anything else. <laughs> I think I've seen him in like a couple of Sprint commercials, and that's it. Looked at his IMDb. Not, I mean, he's in stuff. He, like he, He's still a working actor. But he's always going to be... Uh, every time I see him, it's like, oh, it's Glenn from Accepted. Doesn't help that he still has the same haircut. Uh, it's got Columbus Short. Uh, he was in Quarantine, uh, the first movie we talked about uh, during our Quarantine podcast. Uh, it's also got Maria Thayer. You might recognize her as the redhead from Forget- Forgetting Sarah Marshall. And, of course, Louis Black, This role's uh, written for him. It kind of plays to his strengths. Uh, This was, uh, you know, when he was at his peak as far as stand-up and The Daily Show. And, you know, he had the whole... Nobody could bitch better than Lewis Black. And that's on full display in this movie. But, yes, there's just so many things, like, I want to get into. I don't know if I'm going to have the time to get into all of them here. Uh, But just for starters, again, this is just such a good, wholesome movie. Like, it's, it, it's impossible not to like this movie. I remember I loved it when I was 14 years old and I saw it. And looking back on it now, I probably didn't even understand half the jokes, but I just thought it was hysterical uh, at the time. So it's got that, like, it, it's a mix of uh, kind of raunchy. It's PG-13, so it's not too crazy. Uh, but it mixes, like, raunchy humor and just witty, like, one-liners, like that kind of Jonah Hill, like, improv, just, you know, rattle off shit kind of. Kind of stuff, but it, it holds up now. Like the movie's got great uh, messaging throughout. Uh, it's about, for if you haven't seen the movie yet, or if you don't remember, uh, or if you haven't seen the movie in a long time, uh, the movie is basically about Justin Long's character. Uh, he plays a senior in high school uh, and he didn't get into college anywhere, so instead of uh, facing that fact, he makes one up to trick his parents and uh, in the process of building this lie, he ends up leasing an old mental hospital and his friends uh, start helping him out with it. They're enrolled too, so to speak. Uh, and then all these other people start hearing about it and they start coming in pretty soon like it's actually a fully functioning college uh, and hijinks ensue. And that's one of the most beautiful things about the movie is that it's such a simple concept and they do it so well. They don't The things that they do try, they take some risks, and they do it really well. This could very easily just be This could have just been like a cookie cutter, you know, let's just get college kids in there, we'll get them drunk, we'll have them naked and fucking and all this like weird, you know, kind of like American Pie, like that sort of, you know, vein uh, does have, you know, some vibes of that. But no, they went PG-13 and they actually uh, went dove really deep into uh, colleges and what uh, is wrong with colleges, how we can fix them and, you know, what people should be doing uh, as far as their education is concerned. And they just nail it. You know, uh, the whole point of this college, uh, again, it started on a lie, but it grows into this beautiful story about uh, kids being robbed of their creativity at other uh, colleges. And, you know, you you should learn what you want to learn about, not take all these extra bullshit, prerequisite classes. And, you know, you can sign up for these classes because you're not this and blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, you should learn what you want to learn about. So the kids are their own teachers. They make up their own courses. And... Having seen, I don't remember when the last time I saw this movie was. It's probably been about three or four years. So I was out of college then, but now that I'm out of college now, I'm 27. Been out of school for about uh, about five years, and the movie resonates even more now because like I just get it more. You know, I understood, I understand the pain in the ass process of wanting to take a certain class, but you have to take this class before you do it. But this class that you have to take like I was a film major uh, in school but you know they made me take uh, like science classes I had to take a whole class about bugs I, I took entomology <laughs> how, how the hell is that going to make me a better filmmaker and naturally I put zero effort into the class uh, I studied for maybe half, half an hour before the final uh, ended up walking out of there with a solid D I, th- I believe but hey D's get degrees but back to the movie. Uh, they do, but they they kill all, they crush all that stuff. Um, we'll, I'll get to the, the final monologue in a little bit. Uh, but they crush all that stuff. I forgot. I forgot exactly how many good one-liners there are in this movie. Like this movie's so quotable. Naturally, ev- everyone who's seen the movie, the most famous part of the movie is the "Ask me about my wiener" scene, uh, and rightfully so. But there's just so many other good like little quips like throughout. Uh, you know. Like bye, honey, no biting, or uh, oh, uh, I think about her when I masturbate and stuff like that. Just like it's it's the intro to Jonah Hill and his brand of humor and the kind of you know like fuck me right like that you know that sort of uh, type of humor. He kills Justin Long. Uh, he's not the funniest character in the movie, but uh, he 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 plays a great straight man. I've always liked Justin Long. I wish uh, he was kind of in the spotlight for longer. He's still working, you know. Not to say that he's out of the spotlight by any means but you know he had a he's very good in everything i've I've seen him in and he's a fun he's a fun character actor he can be a leading man he's uh cool to just kind of blend in the background sometimes does a lot of stuff with the kevin smith universe but the the cast in addition to you know just the leads and and not forgetting about blake lively 14 year old connor was a big big blake lively fan after this movie came out Think of the supporting characters. Uh, you have Abernathy Darwin Dunlap, who, you know, he's this kind of frantic, like, you know, spazzy kid, and he just wants to learn how to, like, slow down. The guy who plays him actually ends up playing the, I think he plays the Joker in Gotham. And there's the guy who wants to blow shit up with his mind, who has, like, three lines in the movie, but <laughs> he's just he just looks so dumb that he kills it, and he actually ended up having uh, a role in Breaking Bad uh, a couple of years later. Uh, of course, Glenn... Uh, I'm not putting, he's not quite Cheddar Bob irrelevant to me, but Glenn is a very, very funny character. He's loaded with one-liners in this movie. Uh, then you have the strippers, you have the the delivery guy who ends up wanting to be a rock star, was in the military and the, he says the, they, they scrambled his brain around and all he wants to do is just rock out now. So I, I forgot about all these like little characters that make the movie so good. Jonah Hill gets like the brunt of the best jokes and Justin Long is great. Uh, throughout the movie, but it's the supporting people that make this just such a good, likable movie. And speaking of the cast, <laughs> uh, all right, so I, there's one, one of the biggest antagonists in the movie is the, the douchebag frat guy from uh, the school up the road. And all right, so I'm going to, th- I'm going to, I'm trying to describe how I want to do this. So it's a segment called Actor or Douchebag. I'm going to read off two of the names, and I want you to think to yourself real quick, which one is the actor and which one was the, was the douchebag character. Uh, so, again, I'm going to read the name. I'm going to give you the name of the actor, and I'm going to tell you the name of the douchebag, and I want you to decipher which one is which. Okay. Uh, first name, Hoyt Ambrose. Hoyt Ambrose and Travis Van Winkle. Hoyt Ambrose and Travis Van Winkle, two of the douchiest names I've ever heard. But it's actually the same person. Travis Van Winkle is the actor who plays ha- uh, Hoyt Ambrose. Can't say that I recognize him for a lot from a lot of stuff other than this. But they cast a douchebag perfectly in this movie. Uh, if they ever make a movie about I don't know, remember the Titans for the Cross or something like that, I want this guy to be front and center. So, and one of the other things, as great as the cast is, uh, you know, you look at obviously Justin Long and Jonah Hill, they, and Blake Lively, they, you know, they've had you know long successful careers. Uh, but a lot of the other people just kind of nothing, nothing big. You see them pop up every now and then, uh, you know. But like, there's not that many scenes where you're looking around and you're just like, oh, like this was this person that started the career, and this was this person. And you're like, no, it's not. It's it's not really like that. It's just a lot of people who got together and just made this very, very funny movie. And that was it. Yeah, the movie really should be more. Yeah, I don't even want to call it a cult classic but i think like the movie today is more so remembered as a movie that is a lot better than people remember it being if that makes any sense this movie I, like anytime i hear people talking about accepted it's not wow accepted such a great movie it's wow accepted is a great movie that i completely forgot about <laughs> so i wish i wish accepted was more in the for, in the forefront of people uh people's minds when it comes to great comedies uh it's you know, it's not in my top five. I don't even know if it's in my top ten, but it's it's just so good. Uh, it's and especially especially the final scene. Uh, you know, Justin Long in his big monologue about uh, you know you the criminal and you robbed these kids of their creativity and all that stuff and just explaining you know what uh, they were doing there at the school and everything. It's as good as any monologue uh, in movie history to me. Uh, I will, I definitely put that in my top 10 uh, for, for monologues. And you know, this, and this is like comedy. This is a goofy college comedy and he's just got such a powerful, it, it's, it's good writing. It's, he performed the hell out of it. And uh, the directors also put uh, some great music underlying uh, there. I, I, I don't have the name of the song in front of me. That's playing the little guitar part that's playing during the speech there. But it, it just it's just such an epic scene. They should really need to take that scene and put it on the Jumbotron during sports games. You know, that's going to get the home crowd pumped up. Always gets me fired up. And it just makes you love the movie that much more. Uh, from start to finish, just a gr- good old-fashioned, great comedy. Okay, so instead of me just uh, going off and, you know, reciting the jokes to you, uh, or first of all, you really should just Find a way to watch this movie and just do it. If you haven't seen Accepted before, you'll absolutely love it. Uh, especially if you're a little older. Obviously, the movie's made for you know teenagers and college kids. That's kind of the target demo. But uh, once you're a little older, you get a little bit more insight as to you know what those kids were actually going through. I was for Like I said, I was 14 when I saw it for the first time. I'm 27 now, uh, literally almost half a lifetime ago, and I enjoy the movie more now than I ever did uh, when I was a kid. So definitely go look this movie up. All right, so uh, let's get into the did you knows here. Uh, I got a couple of interesting ones for you. There wasn't that many to choose from, uh, unfortunately, but uh, you know we're at the mercy of IMDb for that one. Uh, so the first did you know? A lot of the movie was improvised, and a lot of the gags were pitched by the actors on the day of shooting. That was one uh, that I f- thought was just so obvious watching it, and you can t- like. There's just so many quick cutaways, and there's so many characters, and they're all doing like these little things that just make the movie that much better. And you can tell just watching the movie that this must have been a blast to make. Jonah Hill uh, is one of the best uh, improv guys out there, Uh, one of the funniest guys in Hollywood, especially at this time. And if you like listen to his pitch and his tone and just you know his delivery of all of his jokes in this movie, it sounds like he's in just any other Judd Apatow movie. Uh, But that was, again, this was kind of a star-making performance for him. And uh, it was cool to see everyone else uh, have, uh, you know, as much fun as they were. All right, second one. Uh, There are 39 shots of Apple computers in the movie. The star, Justin Long, became a spokesman for Apple computers, the I'm a Mac, I'm a PC commercials, uh, just prior to the release of this movie. I... Didn't notice that when I was watching the movie, um, but I do remember those commercials. Uh, Justin Long was a Mac, and John Hodgman, another great uh, stand-up comedian, if you ask me. You know, he was a PC, and Justin Long's a Mac, and, you know, he was cool, and the other guy was nerdy, and they just kind of went... But I, I can't think of any of the jokes off the top of my head right now, but they're very, very funny commercials. If you get some time during quarantine, which, let's face it, you're going to, uh, maybe pull up the old YouTube machine and uh, look up the old I'm a Mac versus PC commercials. I do remember those being very funny. All right, uh, last one, the red fruits that Glenn screams, "What are you at?" are rambutons, a kind of tropical fruit. I have never heard of a rambutan. It looks a little disgusting to me, but then again, when it comes to fruits and veggies, I am I'm a bad boy. If any of you have tried rambutons before, please reach out to me and let me know. That's how bored I am during uh, quarantine. I'm also so bored that I started watching Chicago Fire. Uh, on amazon and you know what i kind of like it that's how bored we are we're watching network tv shows now by choice with all the streaming options out there i've been watching chicago fire all right so uh last segment here we're going to uh, rate the movie on a scale of one to five hazmats uh five being the best and i'm gonna give this one i'm gonna give it a four i think this is three fours in a row for me what I really love about this movie, and I mentioned it before, the movie came out at such a big time in American comedies, and it still manages to stick out despite not having the star power or the draw of, you know, the frat pack or the Appertail family. So, it's it's so good. It only gets better with age. Uh, I really wish more people would see this and kind of like, you know, realize how great this movie actually is. Uh, do all the, do all the gags land? No, that's fine. It's a college, you know. It's a movie for college kids, so some of the jokes are dumb. It's not exactly a lot of highbrow comedy uh, in this movie, and that's totally fine. Uh, but I just acknowledge that it's not the funniest movie, but uh, it's a very, very good, not just funny, but actually good movie. Uh, definitely, I would recommend this to anyone. Go watch, accept it if you get a chance. Uh, I'm going to wrap this one up early today, so. Thank you all for listening. Uh, please uh, follow us on uh, social media. You can find us at QuarantinemaPod uh, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, you can listen to this podcast wherever podcasts are heard. Spotify, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, The Works. Uh, so, hope you're all doing well out there. I know things uh, still aren't looking that great. Uh, just stay inside. Wash your hands. Uh, social distancing, all that stuff. So, be a hero. Stay Stay inside. And watch a movie.